Hi, everyone. I wanted to let you know before this episode started that the Unsolicited Advice podcast has a Patreon. So if you'd like to support the show, that's the best way to do it. Head over to patreon.com slash UAPod, not UA Podcast. That's some other podcast. It's close. Should have looked into that. Go to UAPod at Patreon and you can support this podcast. You get episodes early and you also get bonus episodes. It's really, really great. Now, enjoy the show with Ego Wodum. She's fantastic. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I'm your host, Jake Sprague, a comedian here in sunny Los Angeles, California. And this is a podcast where I give advice to people that never, ever ask me for it. Why won't they ask? They won't. So I made the podcast. Oh, and here we are in season two. Season one is over. It's season two. Hi, everyone. Season two. Wow, what a time to be alive. I picked up my own podcast for a second season. I'm so excited. And I'm so excited because our guest today is the amazing Ego Wodum. Hi, Ego. Hey. Hi, Jake. How the hell are you? I'm great. Things are incredible. I travel <laughs> all the time. I'm loving life. I'm jet setting. How are you, Ego? I am thriving. I am jet setting as well. Never. What's a mask? I'm kissing everyone I can. Open Mm -hmm. mouth, tongue as well. Yeah. And it's going really, really great. Haven't been canceled yet. That's incredible. Yeah. (laughs) And you and you never will be because what you're just. (laughs) You're leading with your heart, and that's what I yeah. think is important, you know? I have a, I kiss, I do wear a mask, but it's one of those, by the way, have you seen this? It's so annoying. One of those sneaky masks where they just have a big hole in it, and I'm like, yes. what are you wearing? This is not a mask. I have uh, seen those. Um, and I've seen, oh. I've seen mesh ones, too, by the way, just to be clear. Mesh. Uh, yeah. Just full of like, not protecting you or anyone. This was a couple weeks back. Um, I don't even know if they're open anymore, but Starbucks uh, was opened up. I think they're probably open still. But I went into a Starbucks a little while back, and a lady just had a napkin over, in her hand, <laughs> <laughs> like walking through the place. I was like, this is not working. That's not a mask, lady. That's not um, a mask. Ego, uh, where can uh, everybody find uh, all the cool stuff uh, that you'd like them to check out? This is a good place to plug anything you'd like to plug. Okay, before we've before I become likable, we're gonna do the plugs. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I didn't even think of be, it that way. Before before I become like I don't I, I imagine that's why they wait till the end. But I don't know I don't know. But I like that we're doing it at the beginning uh, at Eggy Boom on Instagram. That's E G G Y B O O M, and then on Twitter I'm at Eggy underscore boom because there is a woman named Esther Wilson who has the Eggy boom handle on Twitter without an underscore. She doesn't use it. Um, she I, I would really love for her to give it up, but I'm not going to pay for a handle to be clear. And so that's that's my spiel. You guys have been great. <laughs> um, do you would you consider maybe doing some sort of crowdfunding to pay for the handle? Like, hey, can everyone get together and we'll all chip in a few bucks and see if this person will give it up? I think that that'll go over so well with people, and I think the internet will be in such support of me. Uh, yeah. Poor me. <laughs> in the midst of everything happening in the world, let's donate to this woman to get an Instagram handle, a Twitter handle, uh, I should say. Um, Ego and. To explain why I do plugs up top, you actually brought up a good point. I never really thought of it this way that uh, 
most shows let people uh, take the time to enjoy that person and then they're like, hey, where else can we find you? Uh-huh. I always thought the plugs were something that the show didn't want to do. And they were like, ugh, if we have to, we'll do it all the way at the end. But I didn't even realize that it might actually be for the guest's benefit. It might, but I don't, I've never run a podcast myself. I've never talked to anyone about why they do it at the end. But I imagine it is maybe, maybe that. But I like that we did it up top here. Please don't rearrange it. I think... I'm now curious to see how that works. If people follow me and then by the end of the episode, they unfollow. Cause they're like, Actually, I did. I didn't like that bitch. Uh, you, get, uh, you get followed. Then 20 minutes later, unfollowed. <laughs> unfollowed. I'll know exactly what happened. I'll know that it was this podcast. Set yourself um, apart, Jake. You're doing great. That's that's my plan. I just I got to yeah. do things a little differently. Uh, Ego, yeah. are you ready to decide if someone is being an asshole and give a little advice? I am so ready. I was born to do this. I, Great. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, this comes from the Am I the Asshole subreddit. Our topic is, am I the asshole for leaving during my wife's labor? So, okay. obviously there's more to it. <laughs> okay. All but I right. think right when you hear it, I like to... Um, I like to kind of rush to judgment a little bit before getting all the details, but I can't imagine a good reason to leave your wife's labor. I... Okay, if you're going to pass out at the, like, if you're the type to, like, pass out at the sight of blood, Mm. then maybe you do leave because you're taking, you're going to take the spotlight from your nurse, excuse me, from your wife, and then the nurses have to tend to you. Perhaps that... I could see being a reason, but I want to say something really not okay right now, so I'm stopping myself. Why? What are you? I want to. I'm thinking like, oh, okay. Is this? Is this? Uh, no, this is toxic. I can't say it. I can't say it. <laughs> I really want to know what it is because okay, now we got to see how know. quickly they can do a follow unfollow. This is only six I minutes know, in. I know. You might Wait, get the okay. fastest follow unfollow in podcast history. I need, okay, no. So, okay, what I will say is I would not want to be married to a little bitch. And so, <laughs> I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. I, I found a way to frame it that was not crazy. I had to, I was buying time to figure out how to say, <laughs> put it through a filter. Um, uh, I wouldn't Wait, be... that was your filter? That was the kind way of saying what you were thinking? <laughs> that, was the, that is the kind way. That was exact, <laughs> That was absolutely the kind way. I wouldn't want to be... I would not want to be having a... I personally would not want to be having a child with a little bitch. And so, mm-hmm. does it make you a little bitch because you pass out at the sight of blood? Some might argue, no. I would probably say, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I like that... This is a, obviously people can only get the audio on this podcast, but I get to see that there are all these degrees behind you. So it feels like a doctor is actually telling this doctor, to me. A doctor diagnosing someone is like, you're a little bitch. You ended up being <laughs> a, a little bitch. I'm a doctor. I see, I see blood all the time. You, on the other hand, a little bitch. Um, okay. But th- that's my first thought is like, you've got to have some really good excuses to why you would leave your wife's labor. And now I'm curious, are we talking like leaving the room? Did you leave the hospital? Did you leave right. the city? Like, what do you mean? My thoughts, I, I'm, I'm with you as well. Uh, I, I feel like even if you're going to faint at the sight of blood or something, just stay above the sort of 
curtained off area as best you can. It's not really curtained off, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Stay yeah. up top. Um, uh-huh. Or maybe if like the only thing I could think is like you have a family member who is dying or something. Like I can't think of good reasons that you'd leave. I mean, okay, well, Jake, you have a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you stick around for the labor? Well, that's tough because I was at a <laughs> hockey game the whole time. So I never, it's not that I could leave. I just never got there. Because, you didn't get there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you and Dana are still together. So somehow mm-hmm. you were worked it, worked it yeah. out. You, you know, just didn't I, show. Okay. I will say uh, I, there was a weird moment during it, which I didn't understand. And now that you bring up the fainting thing, and of course, they told me uh, quickly after, when my wife got her epidural, they made mm-hmm. me sit down. They were like, you go sit down. You go over there and sit down. And I thought, well, why am I sitting down? What's happening right now? And they said, some people, when they see something like that, they faint. I thought, oh, oh. I thought you were like, get out of here. You go sit over there. You have nothing to do with this. You know, this is, honestly, this is the ladies' world. We move. But I wonder, yeah. I mean, that's, you don't, that's, that is a thing to consider is that you, you don't, you have to focus. Everyone needs to be focused on get, making sure this baby comes into the world a healthy, mm-hmm. breathing, alive. Um, so you don't want any sort of distractions. I mean, there's so much. I, I, I'm already the fact that this person has put this in the "Am I the asshole?" Uh, forum. I, I'm thinking like this is clearly a point of contention for them and their partner. I, and it sounds like I was going to say like, maybe the woman did not want partner present for it. Maybe, but now Ooh. I'm like, no, no, but it like, no, no way. I no, I, I can't imagine me not wanting my partner present for the birth of our child. <laughs> Just... I, yeah, I can't, I cannot imagine it either. Um, Wait. You're right. My only job, my only job when I was there was just mm-hmm. to f- help uh, Dana in any way I could and follow the instructions of our birthing plan. So I guess that's like a, a thing that I didn't know was a thing. When you, when you have a kid, you find out all these things that I guess exist. Yes. So yes. there's a birthing plan because they're going to ask you kind of in high pressure situations, <laughs> these questions that you really should have answers to. And my only job was to be like, Yes, we are getting the epidural now. No, we are not doing whatever. Yes, we are going to try to deliver the baby naturally until uh, that might not be an option anymore. Like stuff like that. That's all that I'm there for. I guess, I don't know why you'd want to kick someone out of the room. Maybe if he's like in the corner, like, I don't know, trying to like make beats on his computer or like streaming a video game or something. It's like, get out of here. Or taking video that that she doesn't want taken. But another thing occurred to me just now, which was, which is, what if that baby, because he's my, my, can you read the the, the headline one more time to just one more time? Am I the asshole for leaving during my wife's labor? During my wife's labor. Okay. This could be someone else's baby. Whoa! I just, that's what I'm saying. I didn't even think that. She could have been an adulteress. Wow. And they're choosing to stay together. She's going to have this kid, but he doesn't want to stick around like it's his kid. Or she, you know, he or she (laughs) doesn't want to stick around like it's their kid. 
I'm right. just saying, I just, I don't, you know, that might be, I mean, that it's wild, but it's, it's not impossible. And I, I'm not, I, we just need to consider with just, just respecting the headline and taking in what information has been presented to us. We, he said, they said my wife's labor, my wife's mm-hmm. labor. It is her deal, but is it <laughs> their child? <laughs> right. You're right. I, I, just I didn't have, think of it that way. But I mean, if you're, you know what, we're going to hop into this, but if you're planning on being around in the baby's life, I think this is not a good time to be like, right now I need to leave. I think maybe That's stick around. Fair. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Okay. Um, here we go. I go. Okay. My wife went into labor around 6 p.m. on Sunday. We were expecting mm-hmm. twins. It quickly turns into a very painful process, and she keeps cutting off the blood pressure to my hand when she squeezed and nearly sprayed my shirt with vomit. What is happening? What is going on? So I think, I think we're dealing with a little bitch. Okay, I was about going. to say, you're right. I think we're in the little bitch realm. Um, okay. Yeah. Around 3 a.m., my dad calls. So this has been going on for a while, which is pretty common. Uh, oh. I work for my dad's company. And we had a presentation for clients on Monday morning that I had to get ready for. What? This is wild. I'm upset right now. I'm so upset. I'm angry. My, my dad heard my wife was in labor, but told me he needed me on this presentation. He said there was nothing I could do to help my wife and deliver. And seeing the baby come come out was overrated. And people don't prepare you for the gore. This is nuts. This is wild, and what a bad, bad dad. And also, so many dads are bad. So this is, on one hand, not surprising, but it's like, this is bad advice from your father. <laughs> this this is uh, this is really weird. But, but clearly, this is a learned behavior, because his dad did the same shit. His dad was like, yeah, yeah, there's like a hockey yeah. game or something. <laughs> um, he said he needed me to rest up. And make sure my presentation, or that make sure that I was presentable for the presentation. What kind of what could this what? possibly be? And not even because the presentation is happening like right now. It's it's been rescheduled. They need us here now, but because I need you to look rested, little bitch. Like okay, keep going, keep going. This is crazy. This is not. I I realized that I couldn't help her, and my dad was counting on me. So I told her that I needed to leave. What kind of? <laughs> She started screaming at me so loudly that a few nurses rushed into our room. I and oh my god, I didn't expect oh this. My gosh. I ended up doing the presentation and things went well with the clients. <laughs> I leave oh. the office, I see a text on my phone that said my wife delivered an hour ago around 10:30 a.m. Oh, and they had to use forceps. Wow. What? I would admit I, this is, next sentence is crazy. So wait, just, just real fast, though. So the yeah. presentation was happening during happen. the labor. Okay, it did it happen was during, during the labor. labor. It was, okay, okay. He needed him to be well-rested and presentable. Okay, so go. Okay, I'm just what? shook by this. <laughs> In what world? I feel like, I feel like it would almost be more endearing to a client for them to be like, hey, presentation on Monday can't happen my wife's in labor we're having a baby we'll see you uh, you know on friday or whatever we're doing this like i feel like most people would be kind of excited by that idea yeah i think that they would i think that they would 
I'm okay. Wait, I just need to know what happens. Yeah, <laughs> I'm of on course. Of my, I'm so stressed about this because I'm. I know. I, I, okay, I'm very stressed. <laughs> A presentation went well. My wife delivered uh, an hour ago around 10:30. They had to use forceps. I would have missed the meeting had I stayed. And my dad and my dad has given me everything he could possibly give me in life, so I didn't want to let him down. Am I the asshole? I had responsibilities to take care of, and while my wife is still screaming at me, saying she was alone when they, quote, destroyed her body, holy shit, Ego, I'm the only one who works, and her mom herself said that she was emotional and overreacting. Last bit, my wife even went as far to say that her family would disown her if she was the first of them to divorce me, but that doesn't. But that she doesn't consider me her husband right now. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> Just okay. I'm at a loss. Okay. There's so much to unpack here. I know. Um, so. Okay, so, where do we begin? I'm just... First off, I mean, the question of just, are you the asshole? I I think, of course. Uh, yes. I, I guess you did do something really, really, um, not selfish, but selfish in the benefit of one person, your dad, which your dad. Uh, I guess. That's, that man's going to be dead in a number of years, I imagine. Yes. And you, you're, you're, I, I just am, oh my gosh. You marry, in my mind, and maybe I'm still living in a fairy tale, I don't think, but I'm like, your your spouse should be like your partner, your teammate. We're doing this life thing together. Let's, let's get after it. Yes, I think you're so right. I think they have to be your number one. They, the yeah. once you've made that, especially when you start, you know, a family and everything. Once you've made that commitment, that person has to be your top priority. They have to come before everyone else because this is yeah. the new family you're starting. Even, like even outside of uh, like how things are today. Like if you just think of a very very long time ago uh, in like a like a cave people setting. The person you're paired up with, like, that's your group now. Like, you got to protect yeah. that group, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I feel like uh, even now I, we can rationalize it, but back then it's like you're part of that group. Yeah. So to be like, oh, my dad needs needs me for this presentation. Does he, <clears throat> excuse me, is, his, is he his dad's only employee? Like, what is happening? This is what's happening. Okay, so your wife is giving birth. That's going to happen exactly one time, cannot be rescheduled. Even if you want to look at it from this perspective, mm-hmm. she can't reschedule her, her birth. Um, your dad. Yeah, it's really hard to res- do. Yeah, I think so. I've never given birth, mm-hmm. but I imagine it's going to happen when it's happening. Yeah. His dad can reschedule a presentation and say, we have a family emergency or just do it on his own. He was probably running this business before you were born. Sounds yeah. like he gave you everything. He should be able to do a presentation on his own. Like, yes, I am. I'm. You left your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I am having a really hard time. She doesn't yeah. consider me. She. Yeah, you're not a husband. You. What? Mm-hmm. You're not. You were. He's not a husband. No. And 
He is his father's son, but he's not being her husband. That's for exactly sure. that's he's like I'm my father's son, and that's my priority at the end of the day, and that is the message you sent. And so yes. <sighs> You're the asshole. And then, like, she was squeezing my hand so much it was cutting off circulation. Yeah. <laughs> what? I am I annoyed. Know. I'm just like, what? She can't squeeze. She's, her vagina's getting ripped open. Odds are her vagina's getting ripped open. Pussy to asshole. And you're worried about mm-hmm. a little circulation in your hand. I mean, yeah. by the way, I just, that's something I learned. Uh, only a few years I'm a woman who wants to have children and only a few years ago did I learn that your vagina might rip open I'm like why doesn't anyone ever mention that really yeah um I once you start uh going through the process it's something that comes up they talk about it (laughs) but uh before um beforehand they really don't I guess they used to actually uh for a long time they would just cut that area I don't know if you knew oh that. Oh my god, no! See, this I, I did not know that. I feel they like they have you know stopped so much. doing that now, um, because I guess it's because it's common that that it would it might tear. But yeah. uh, they found that they were like, we actually didn't need to cut that. Um, <laughs> sometimes it tears, sometimes it doesn't. But we shouldn't have done that. It's weird. It's really and weird. G- god bless all the women whose pussies got cut when they didn't have to. Um, yeah, I know, right? That sucks. To imagine hearing that after. I mean, you can't. You don't have a vagina, but just as a woman hearing that after the fact is like, oh. So we didn't need to. We didn't need. We didn't like, have it's to like do that. Right. Like, hey, we cut off your balls to do this thing. Yeah. And we re- we reattach them after. Mm-hmm. And yeah. To find out you didn't need to do that. To Turns out your balls could have been there the whole time, but we just thought <laughs> yeah. they might have gotten the way. Let's get it out of there before it becomes a problem. Um, yeah. <laughs> man, ego. Okay. Okay. This okay. I'm just, really okay. We'll uh, get back to. This is okay, just so yeah. wild. Yes. I do. You you abandoned her. You abandoned her, and you literally mm-hmm. he did send the very clear message that my father and our business matters far more than to me than whatever's happening here. Like he him, that comment about he's given me everything in life is like, look, lady, wife, you just came into my life however many years ago, so you're still working your way up into priorities. But I'm like, <laughs> you are married to this person. That's the yeah. decision you make. Is like you are like you said, gonna be my number one. She, you are absolutely the asshole. I don't know that he offered us anything to 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 suggest otherwise. I'm like trying to see, even if I'm playing like devil's advocate here, I'm I'm like, yeah, your dad, what a dick. Your dad put you in a weird position. So it's like your your father's an asshole, mm-hmm. and he has now raised an asshole. It sounds yeah. like, but it's it's weird because you you almost just you guessed it right up top. It's I don't even know if this person's as much the asshole. Like, yes, you're the asshole. That's not where I'm going. But I think your diagnosis of them being a little bitch is actually a lot closer because what ended up happening is he kind of bitched out to his dad when his dad was like, hey, you got to do this. He's like, of course, daddy. Of course I'll do this for you. Little bitch behavior. Yes. It is little bitch behavior. And it's not your... It's weird because... When you're at this point in your life and you're having children, uh, it's time for you to grow up a bit and start doing some big boy things. And sometimes yeah. this doesn't even feel like a big boy thing. This just feels like common sense. You're around yes. your wife when she's giving birth. But yeah, you got to you gotta tell your dad no because <laughs> you're there for your wife. That what, right. That's what has to happen. 
for yeah. the birth of your child, and he called it overrated. In comparison to what? Doing presentations? Like, his dad called it, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? like, it's overrated. Like, we're not, it's, it's, it's not even necessarily about the sentimentality of it. I feel like it's, I have a responsibility. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. like, I just, cushy feeling I was here for the birth of my first child. It's like, I have a responsibility as this person's partner, teammate in life. And you're, yeah, you are a little bitch for not saying to your dad, like, okay, dad, that's wild. Not going to do that. And I mean, yeah. it sucks that your dad did put you in that position, but you do have to have a bit of a backbone. Cause I imagine if you're mm-hmm. doing that with your father, you're also being a little bitch when it comes to your friends and, and what they're at. like, Hey, we got, we're, we're playing hockey. You brought up hockey, Jake. So we're going to stick to hockey. The boys Great. are playing hockey tonight. I know, I know your wife needs you tonight because mm-hmm. she has some work stuff and she would love for you to take care of the kid, but we're playing hockey. And he'd probably be like, I'm going to have to go, play. I have to play hockey. The boys, the boys have yeah. asked me to play hockey. He's a little bitch. In I my defense, it. just for the hockey thing, <laughs> if I didn't play, they wouldn't have had enough people. So they wouldn't have been able to play at all. Oh, okay. And so you didn't want to let a whole gang of people down as opposed to just one wife. And so child. there's like my wife and that's one person. And my baby wasn't God. born yet. So technically one person or okay. <laughs> like nine guys. So you have to make that choice. I so will also, say the uh, the concept here that it's overrated um, – <laughs> First off, I love that you compared it to the meeting because it's yeah. like, yeah, over the only way the meeting could be better is if it was maybe that time Don Draper pitched the carousel or whatever. I don't know if you watch Mad Men, but it was a, oh, Ego. He's know, such a great I, salesman. I, you know, I honestly, I want to watch Mad Men because I think I like it. They drink a lot of whiskey on Mad Men, right? They drink a lot of whiskey. Honestly, <laughs> okay. the characters on Mad Men, this is written by someone in that reality. For sure, because really? it's like really? a, oh my god, you, you know, I don't even know the time period, but it's like the fifties or sixties or whatever. Women aren't treated equally. <laughs> All the men are drinking. They're like, we're ad men. We're having a great time, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think this guy is really living in that realm. I, the I the moment my daughter came out, it was overwhelming. I I would say so. Maybe <laughs> okay. for some people it's not, but it was, it was so much uh emotion like i cry i started crying immediately it was like uh yeah it was a it was really um it was really powerful so i'm surprised that someone would say that it's overrated because i found it to be like life-changing and it's like a it's like a moment that i'm you are bringing uh, a human i'll always remember yeah you're bringing a human into the world this person that my love and i made is here and we're touching the babe we're holding that person a representation mm-hmm. of our relationship um you know that's such a strange it's so strange for his dad and then it makes you wonder what kind of father he was i don't i mean it's i guess this isn't about him but it makes you wonder what kind of dad he is and and, and really to put your son in that position is so you're fucked up. Like you're, I think you're like, yeah, a fucked up man who's like, but business is calling, and you couldn't schedule that presentation any other day. Like that's not reality. That's simply not real. That's yeah. not how life works. I know you could have, and so it seems like 
it's almost like he wanted to put him, his son in that position to be like, this is being a man. This is being a man. Work comes first. The ladies do the lady stuff. Uh, it's that it feels antiquated in that way as well. I, I don't. Yeah, I. Yeah. I, your wife has every right. I, what sucks for her is that she feels she can't divorce him. I don't. I don't know if I would get divorced because of that moment. I don't know that I would, but <laughs> I'm not mad at her for being like, you're not my husband. I yeah. wonder though, this is not about her, but I do wonder, you know, nothing exists in a vacuum, not to get very serious. You, nothing exists in a vacuum. A person doesn't up and just do something so bizarre that is outside of their character and their norm. I, that doesn't happen too often. So that makes me wonder, what are the other ways he reflects his little bitchness? Because, and he has probably like in their courting phase when they were dating. And it, it just makes me wonder um, if this was the moment where she goes, wow, this is the most offensive manifestation of all the shit I already know to be true about you. Like, this is the yeah. most upsetting. Like, he's, this yeah. could not be the first time he's abandoned her in this way. Not at all. I think you're so right. This is part of the reason I think that she's like, I don't even know if I want to be married to you is because she's probably let so many things slide or they've had so many conversations where she expected more from him. And mm -hmm. she was really hoping that in this moment, he would finally step up and sort of be a man in this situation. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. what he's displaying is like toxic masculinity because I don't even believe in it, but it's like he's, <laughs> It's like a, I, I feel like he's just so, yeah, he's so, he's in such a realm where I, I can't, I, I struggle to think of a way that someone could get me to do this, but I guess he's, he must be beaten down so much uh, yeah. by his upbringing that he thinks this is all right. It's so, yes. it's so wild. Yes. It's pretty cowardly i mean mm -hmm. it's it's certainly so you know when people think about toxic masculinity the thing you don't believe in but I, it's just I, not I real think, but keep going <laughs> nothing toxic about it um, <laughs> i think they're thinking about like super machismo men who are like i'm a man's man and i make the i call the shots and so mm -hmm. on one hand i see where you're like this doesn't even necessarily feel like that because it doesn't feel like he's calling any shots per se it sounds like right. he's beholden to someone else yeah and and, and and cowardly so i'm like that's not necessarily it's it's like perhaps his dad um is demonstrating toxic masculinity with the limited information he's offering yeah. about his dad but he sounds like yeah beaten down like you said and pretty cowardly like just doesn't have a sense of what's important and what matters and is just like kind of floating and acquiescent but not even necessarily to the right people i have there's i have a friend a friend of a friend is married to a guy whose mother maybe wants to fuck him like one of those oedipus like <laughs> situations mm -hmm. like doesn't he's her only son and he and so he he got married but like on his wedding day she was, his mother was like you know you don't have to do this and it's like pretty horrible to his wife <gasps> and yeah <laughs> and so yeah and so i'm like i feel like this is almost the father son version of that of like yeah 
sure that's your wife but you'll always be my son you're always going to be my 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 right. my son my namesake i don't know it feels it feels like mm-hmm. that where it's like you guys are not letting this person go on to have a life of his own however he is responsible for that yes. and at as a, at a certain point even like people's upbringing when we um talk about people's upbringings you know I don't want to make a huge blanket statement here because there's like a lot of nuance to this, but I do think at a certain point, uh, like, yes, like I don't have a relationship with my dad, but I'm like, great. I could be bitter about that or I have, I have a whole life to live. And so I'm not going to be, I'm like, I'm my own person. I'm going to not be, uh, I'm not going to allow that to dictate how I live my life and how I interact with people and, and, pursue relationships and stuff so i just yeah, all I, I keep hearing is little bitch but yeah <laughs> i no, i think you're you're so right you everyone has like different um like things that they like outside of their control are like saddled with in life and mm-hmm. at some point you do have to go well yes this is all true and it still doesn't give me permission to in this case, miss my the birth of my children yeah. just because I grew up in a way where my dad was like, maybe he displayed toxic masculinity again. This might be the only case I've ever heard. But <laughs> yeah, this is just, I think you're so right. Because at some point you have to go, yes, your situation with your dad is awful. Also, you have to be your own yes. person and you yes, have to make I, decisions that are good. I also yeah. I just need to acknowledge that you said also as opposed to but to negate like yes your dad's the situation with your dad is horrible also. You said also as opposed to but. So as to not negate the reality that th- things were perhaps shitty uh in your upbringing. And I keep wanting to say but yeah. but it is it is an also situation. These two things can be true. Um and so I I just yeah. Some people's it, lives are really fucked up, but that doesn't give them like it doesn't give them carte blanche to be awful to someone else, you know? Yes, like that's yes, I guess that's yes. kind of what you're talking about. Yes, toxic I just, femininity. Like, I don't know if that's real. That's well, that one I've I kind of believe. I've never heard of that. How would you describe it, Jake? How would you It's like when someone's being a little bitch all the time. <laughs> Jake, this is the moment you get canceled. All your everyone's gonna unfollow now. No, no, it'll be another moment. I promise you, I'll find it. Um, Um, But I, yeah, I, I really, I don't, I just, you abandoned the symbolism of this. I, I feel like I'm, I'm always so like, what does this mean? What is this? What is the symbolism here? But it does feel like you abandoned your partner, and in fact, like for your child to hear that, like dad went to go give a presentation. And it doesn't even sound like a major one. It'd be interesting. It'd be like, it's the thing that's going to allow us to move into the dream house that we wanted to live. It's, it sounds pretty like inconsequential too. It sounds like just another one of your Monday through Friday presentations. Not, not one that was going to make or break necessarily change the trajectory of your life in any way. So so it just feels, so for your child, I don't know, at, at 16 years old to be like, no, dad wasn't there for your birth he actually was there and then left because i was squeezing his hand too hard um and he went Mm -hmm. to go give a presentation 
I wonder for that 16 year old child in what other ways they're going to look back and be like, actually, dad's been abandoning me for a long time. <laughs> it seems to be a pattern. <laughs> yeah. Dad's been not showing up when we need him to in a, in a number of ways. So, yeah, I think you're so right. And I think uh, the definitely the the big thing behind the wife saying that she's considering a divorce is that this is a pattern of behavior. And she's realizing that in the most important moments she can't count on someone and that has got to be that's got to be the worst part because you even think of like i don't know you know if you're with someone and they have like real issues with stuff but then this just reminds me of a movie at the end even though they're all fucked up and they're working on their own stuff and they're trying to kick their heroin habit and stuff they still showed (laughs) up for the birth of the daughter and you're like He's working on it. Like Christian Bale is trying to make it happen in this movie. Uh, it it feels something like that. But then this guy, he didn't show up. He literally, he just had a meeting and it went but, well. Okay. Like, who it, gives I a cannot. Shit? This is going to be so cool. It's not, it's, I want to say it's corny. And the only reason I'm calling it corny is because we're comedians and I am generally not earnest on the mm-hmm. internet with the exception of like two things in in the time I've ever had social media. I'm just not earnest on the internet, but I will say this very earnestly. I believe I've heard it said, and I believe this, that the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And I feel that about this person where I'm like, you are one who jumps ship and uh, you do not have you do not your you do not have your partner's back. You're not interested in being there for significant moments of your child's life. It sounds like because if you're not there for the first for no particular good reason, particularly good reason, I'm willing to bet it's gonna be how you do everything. And um, that's corny, but it is what I think. And Jake, you're trying not to. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. You're trying not to. Make- <laughs> no you're trying not to make a joke of what i just no said. no i actually i love it I, I i love that um one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is i feel like it it really goes in and out of having fun and then being like no this is actually what i think about life kind of this is kind of what i think and i think that's so true i think this is how this person shows up to a lot of situations especially with his wife this is probably how he's going to show up in his children's lives and yeah this person's the asshole, and Ego. I think we solved it. I think we did this I one. Think we did. I think we really solved it. I and we got we we sorted it all out. I do feel his wife, if she's not divorcing him now, I I would not be surprised if it's it's not coming down the line. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think this relationship's going to be really tough in until maybe one day his dad's not around or he finally stands up to his dad and realizes that he hasn't been like a full person this whole time but yeah i'm with you uh ego this has just been a little slice of heaven thank you so much for being here and doing this um again this is uh at the end where can people find uh, any cool stuff you want to point them to Thank you for having me, Jake. This was so fun. Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram at eggyboom, E-G-G-Y-B-O-O-M. I'll post things I'm up to doing, um, place, all the places I'm traveling. Um, hmm. I also on Twitter, eggy underscore boom. Um, and there I will also post my my business where you could find me, what I'm <laughs> up to, etc. Uh, thank you for having me. 
Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, That's the podcast for today, everyone. Goodbye.